Hey, everybody, it's time for, I guess, a trending Twitter Tuesday episode, or we're going to give it a shot here and see what the trends are in the U.S. Uh, and uh, I was thinking about telling you this story I had heard years ago. Uh, once upon a time, you know, oh, oh, the time, uh, once upon a time. Actually, it, wasn't, it was just one time, not that different than right now, when I was drinking a flat uh, cream soda. And I'd been traveling the dusty back roads of, uh, well, I'd been looking for the Misty Mountains and uh, Mountain Mamas, uh, which was like this, supposedly this great uh, restaurant, uh, or something. It was, I don't know, it was on some country road. So I guess, like, I'll give you a life tip right up front is, like, uh, don't uh, start, like, if you think you saw something on one of those food channels, on one of those food shows, you know, that, like, when you're lying around the house and you say, well, I'll do something in 15 minutes. Let me just see. Uh, I mean, I don't have linear cable, so I don't run into this problem as often as I used to. But you say, well, let me just see uh, what's on the old tube here. I guess they're not, there's no tubes anymore, but they still use, they used to call the TVs the tube. And then there's those food travel shows, which are great. I mean, some of them are really good, and they're really, like, uh, for idle entertainment, or like passing the time or, you know, viewing it while time passes, uh, they can be really enjoyable. And not only that, they can add to your to-do list, uh, which, you know, is always, uh, I don't know if that's always a good thing, but I say, like, sometimes yeah, I watch those shows, and I say, one day, I'm going to eat at that place, uh, I'm going to go there. And usually, I think you usually should, like, if you're going to do that, usually do, like, write it down, do some research, plan it out. Uh, what happened to me was uh, I woke one day, and I had found I had some time on my hands, and uh, I had, like, a vague memory of this, uh, like, this place. I saw the cooking show. I wasn't sure exactly who it is. That might have been... I don't know if it, like, uh, usually everybody is a little bit different, but it was like a team of people, a two, 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 two person team traveling, uh, the highways and the byways. And I guess like, like, I, I didn't like, I would have like, uh, it was almost like I had some sort of CES blackout, uh, like a consumer electronics, uh, like, uh, cause I thought I saw all this on TV. I saw the two of them and they ran, it was like, I think it was called Country Roads. Uh, and on the premiere episode, they were out on the country road and they were going to this place, uh, Mount Mamas. And it was, it was like you say, okay, what, what would I eat at Mount Mamas? Uh, biscuits, uh, dumplings, uh, you know, good stuff. I said, oh boy. And I said, I, I guess I didn't remember watching them eat anything because then I was, I said, ooh, maybe some strawberry short, you know, food. I don't need to list the food here on a sleep podcast. Yeah, but clearly I was uh, smitten with the idea of eating at Mountain Mama's. And also, you know, I had a residual regret from never eating at a, uh, a TV a restaurant featured on a TV show before, like intentionally, like unintentionally, I think I have, where... Someplace I've eaten has been at, like Dinosaur Barbecue, I think it's been featured on those shows. I've eaten there. Uh, sorry, I, can mix, I get mixed up there. Uh, but like, I don't, like, uh, so I lost track of what I was saying. I guess, like I was saying, I was dream, I dreamed about eating at Mountain Mamas, Mountain Mamas. Oh, and then I had residual regret from not eating, like, uh, never eating enough shows. So I woke up this one day. 
And so this is, I guess, uh, I was going to put a life tip in there. I guess the life tip would be um, don't eat it, uh, don't get up and leave to, to go on a, um, like a food tour uh, on a hunch. Yeah, there it is. It's the life tip n- number one for 2018. Uh, don't go on a food food tour on a hunch uh, or a vague, like, or vague, I guess a hunch in a vague sense of, uh, regret don't go on a food tour with a vague sense of regret uh and so i set forth and you know involved a lot of traveling uh but you know to, to get to somewhere where i thought like uh i said well, okay this is a country road that'll take me home you know mountain mamas it take take takes you home i think that was their uh they're saying and i said okay i gotta get to mountain mamas holy mackerel i can't wait to to, to uh and he said, maybe I'll just stay, like, I said, maybe I could stay somewhere nearby and stretch it out. I said, okay, so space yourself, too. And he said, I cannot wait to get to Mountain Mamas. And uh, so I found myself uh, uh, eventually, because, well, here's another, maybe you could learn from my other mistakes. Like, I don't ask a lot of questions. I just do, a lot of times I just do stuff. And this is where being a loner it can be uh, strong and powerful and not great either. Like, like I say, the great, great world we live in uh, it lacks absolutes. Uh, and so, like, I, you know, of course, I always wish I lived in a world of absolutes. Uh, but uh, uh, let's see. So um, where was it? Like, <laughs> absolutely nowhere, Scoots. Oh, thanks. There we go. So, uh like, I got to somewhere that I thought were, were, was full of country roads. And I had gone to my second choice because I didn't go uh, to the Smoky Mountains because I said, if I go to Smoky Mountains, I just want to go to Dollywood, which I think is in the Smoky Mountains and then the Great Smoky Mountain uh, National Park. Uh, and, of course, all the other sites I don't know about. But those are two things on my list as well. Uh, so I ended up in a second place uh, where with country roads. Uh, it was similar, but that wasn't the Smoky Mountains because I said, well, then I won't go to Mountain Mamas. I'll just go straight to Dollywood. And then I'll like, uh, you know, I didn't want to distract myself. And so the downside of being a loner is when you randomly on a whim without really knowing where you're going, go somewhere. And then you don't ask uh, at the airport, at the car rental place, at the gas station where you say, well, I'll find Mountain Mamas. Uh, I saw it on TV. I mean, they they had a, a uh, what are those things called, a convertible, which I didn't have. I had a friggin', you know, like a Yugo or something. I mean, it wasn't. It was that cube car that all the rental places, you see, is this a, what kind of, what, why, why is this rental car so boxy? I mean, I guess the luggage is boxy. But I say, I don't know if I can, what color do you call, do you call this uh, burnt orange? Because uh, I can't really, I don't, you can't picture myself rolling up to Mountain Mamas in this thing. But I didn't say, even say that. I just thought that stuff in my head. I, like, of course, if we rent, I rent a car, that's another, I see no upgrade. No, I do not want to upgrade. No, I do not, like, no, no, just give me my, please give me my car. And a lot of times they say, okay, we'll just pick from this aisle. I say, no, no, no. What do you think I was, what do you think I'm like, uh, I was born in an era with consumer protections. Like I say, what do you mean? Just pick any car in this row, which row? Because, uh, and they say, well, you just get you, you, any of these cars in this row, just get in it and leave. And then show, and they say, well, 
but I rented a car, not any car. And they said, what's your game? Uh, and they said, you didn't really even rent from us. You rented on Hotwire. And I said, okay, well, touche, but uh, don't uh, don't try to upgrade me. And they say, just take it. They say, just take that one, the globe or whatever the heck the car's called, the square one. And I say, okay, good, good. Uh, cause, uh, and then I, so I set off. And so no one knew I was looking for Mountain Mamas. I didn't bother to ask. Uh, but the plus side of being a loner is that I do enjoy getting lost. And I've talked about that on the podcast. But would you believe that? I make a sleep podcast when I'm lost half the time and I enjoy it. Whether I'm lost on the uh, open roads or anywhere, like so, if I had someone along with me, especially if it was romantic or even like a like a like a new friendship, even a family friend or a long term friend, I would feel an obligation, you know, uh, to know where I was going and uh, have a plan. But since I'm by myself, I say, well, whatever, man. I'll feel like. Uh, it's weird. That's strange. I never noticed, stopped to notice that. Like, uh, when I'm lost, I have no anxiety. Uh, when I, like, uh, when I know where I'm going, oh boy, uh, isn't it, is that like a paradox or irony or something? I don't know. Maybe there'll be a piece of Wednesday wisdom if you hear this on a Wednesday. And that's the thing. Like, uh, can you imagine if it was like, uh, like if I'd said to someone, I guess that would be not be, that would be like the worst. This would be the worst for our state, but, uh, even like the first two years, you say, well, what, like, would you like to join me on a, a trip? Well, where are we going? Mountain Mamas. Uh, I always wanted to eat there. Where's Mountain Mamas? It's on a country road somewhere. Uh, like a, a with trees, winding one with some good views. A country road or a county road? I said, well, that's a good question. It may be on a county road, but, uh, I may have been on a TV show. Is there a TV show called Country Roads and Country Country Breakfast? Because it wasn't on that one, but uh, it might have been on one like that. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, like it wasn't on Doughboys. Like, but it, you know, because I would have remembered that. Uh, but I guess, like, if it, like, I guess, like, uh, I wonder if I could ever go on, like, to, to Dollywood with the Do- Dollywood with the Doughboys. There's a pitch if anybody's listening. Uh, but I don't know if any of us have the budget for that. I, mean, he, he, I wonder if Do- Dolly listens to either Doughboys or Sleep with me. We could get, uh, we, maybe we could get booked there. But anyway, back to this, uh, like, so if I had a date, uh, it, like, uh, that would be weird. Like, it would just be not fun because I would say anyone would say, well, do, what, what state is, uh, co- which country, wh- where's this, uh, what else are we going to do? I said, we'll drive around, uh, you know, we'll find other stuff to do. Like, uh, there's probably, you know, we'll look at some wagons and, uh. We'll, well, you know, we'll do stuff in between eating at Mountain Mamas. I was thinking we'd go. You know, breakfast, uh, then dinner, then lunch, then, and then brunch maybe, or lunch. Uh, I don't know if they do brunch or lunch. Uh, I think maybe with a place like Mount Mamas, it's just better if we split it into three meals. Uh, but over two days, because I don't want to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. So we'll do stuff in between. I mean, we like uh, I can't go antiquing, but maybe you could go antiquing and I could make a podcast about antiques or something, or... You know, we could see if there's any theme parks. We could go hiking. 
Okay, so where, that doesn't sound actually too bad. Really, you'd like to date me? Why, well, so unfortunately, I am part of your brain. Oh, okay, well, I, oh, okay. Uh, do, well, why, where were you when I was running that car? Because I could have used a, I could have used a second person to kind of figure out that whole, I don't think that person was trying to upgrade us. Yeah, no, they weren't trying to upgrade us. They were trying to, like, uh, SCRE, like they're trying to, you know, uh, no, I don't think, I think they were just trying to help you find your car. Well, maybe next time they could help me find a car that's not burnt orange and, uh, like, uh, cubular. Uh, cause I don't think, uh, Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just a rental car. I mean, I would have liked the, the the one they had on the show because it had like longhorns, like uh, steer horns on it, and it was a convertible. Anyway, did you want to go? Did you want to join me? Because uh, I don't think it's a good idea, though. Because uh, like you were just about to ask, I don't know where. I, I'm just going to go there. And so that's why it's better to be like I'm better off on my own because uh, then I say even when I stopped in the Seven Eleven and I got some snacks, uh, I got a road like actual road soda. Like uh, I didn't ask where um, uh, Mountain Mamas was, uh, and I, I did like ask the country roads every time I started driving. I said, "Take me home." I'm, I'm like I'm pretty sure they went around this bend. And then there was the valley, and I thought I had like the like I know it was like in they called it the quad. It wasn't in Quad Cities, uh, but it was the quad something else. And I was pretty sure I was close, uh, so I just kept driving. And I was really like I, I don't know. I was in the zone. I was listening to podcasts, a lot of podcasts, uh, but eventually got to the point uh, where I had to find somewhere to sleep, and and it luckily, like uh, that's one of my other good good uh, yeah, things with the internet. I, I said, okay, let me pull over, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I had a cream soda that that, that was a soda that I bought, uh, and I had not put the top back on it, so it was there in my car, uh, and the bubbles were venting away. Like, uh, the carbon dioxide was leaving. And, uh, the, so anyway, I, I went online and I, like, I was looking at hotels and motels and checking the ratings and their distance. And I found a place to stay. And I pulled in there and I said, okay, Scoots, there's going to be a conversation. So maybe you should find about my mamas now. And they said, okay, you're right. So they were like, I signed in and checked in. And made sure I had access to the internet so I could do podcast work. And I said to myself, uh, like, I was tired, though. I said, good thing I didn't drink any Coke or Diet Coke because I needed a good rest. Uh, and they said, well, what are you in town for? And I said, I was going to eat at that uh, one of that, that famous local place. Uh, and they said something like Billy Jean's or something. And I said, wait a second, there's a place called Bill, like Billy Jean, uh, Billy Jean King. Uh, Billy Jean, the move, Billy Jean played by uh, Helen Slater, uh, Billy Jean from MJ. And they were saying it as one word, though, like Billy Jean's. And I said, uh, they said, uh, no. And I said, uh, they said, is that where you're? And they said, no, no, it sounds great. So anyway, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to go into Mountain Mamas. Uh, and they gave me that look they told me, I like, uh, and they said, Mountain Mamas, I haven't heard of that one. 
And then they called somebody out from the bank. They say, you, 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 Mountain Mamas, you ever heard of a restaurant called Mountain Mamas? Uh, and they said, is that a roadhouse? And I said, uh, possibly. I said, it's on a road, a country road, as a matter of fact. And they were very helpful. They said, they said there might be one in Norway. And I said, like, uh, Norway, Norway, whatever state states were near, or Norway, the country. And because they said that would be interesting, eating in a place called Mountain Mamas in Norway, like, would have Norwegian food or uh, American, like, uh, comfort food. And it ended up as a town called Nor Norway. Or Nor like, I don't know, I, I was trying to have trouble hearing because my ears were, you know, my, like, uh, I was, like, asking so many questions. I felt on edge. And they kept asking for, they said, Mountain Mamas. And they started Googling it. And they said, uh, and then, like, uh, like ended up, they said, there's, like, uh, they said, Mountain Mamas doily shop. And I said, whoa, boy, uh, no. But I said, can you print that out for me? And they said, well, it's like, uh, you know, it's like 850 miles away. I said, okay, well, you won't be going to Mountain Mama's doily shop uh, this trip. But they said, oh, no, yeah, we can't find it. They said, Is it, was it like one of those pop-up restaurants? I said, uh, no. I said, no, it seemed like they said they interviewed someone. Uh, and they said her name was not Mountain nor Mama, but, you know, she had named it. And they said they had pictures on the walls. Uh, is a multi-generational, uh, restaurant, uh, and they, and they said, was it on Top Chef? I said, no, uh, it, no, I don't believe so. But, uh, and I said, it was on like, uh, and then we went, then this was like 45 minutes. I'm not kidding. They said, well, where'd you see it on? And I said, one of those shows. And we went through all of them. And I said, I, I only know like the names of, I said, uh, I even get to host some mixed up, uh, but we went through a bunch of shows, even ones I had never heard of. Like, uh, I think there's like a show, like a, like a show with just desserts. And I said, like, uh, is there, like, is there a show like, uh, drive, d driving, uh, desserts with Miss Day, driving Miss Daisy to desserts? Uh, and they said, no, no, they, they said the name of it, uh, and I said, I said, there's no show called Cooking on Cooking Country Roads. Uh, and they said, maybe on PBS. Uh, and I said, man, I said, there should be Country Road Cooking. And they said, no, but there's one like that. And I said, okay. And they said, they said, who's on it? And I said, some people are a couple of people. And they said, like all these names, they said, I don't know. I don't think so. And they said this guy, and I said not guy. I said not guy Fieri or the guy that uh, like com the competitive dude or the guy with shaved head, uh, or any of the other hosts. I, I said I don't know. Uh, and I said I think one of the Food Network hosts might listen to my podcast. They said what's your podcast? Uh, and they said no, no. I said the new one's going to be called Cruising Country Cooks or something. And then they said, like, too many chefs. I said, no, I'm not that funny. Uh, no, that's definitely not me. That's somebody else that's more, you know. I said, it would be like uh, cruising around the country with chefs. Uh, and they said, well, that's already a show like this. And I said, oh, okay. And they said, would you have a kid version? 
And I said, what about this? Like, what if I drive around with a chef in the front and I have two kids in the back and they got to make food? And they said, well, they need seatbelts. And I said, okay, what if we, we pretended we were driving, but we were really on a flatbed truck? Uh, and they said, that wouldn't. And I, I said, okay, what if it was just regular? And they said, well, it doesn't sound like a good idea. And I said, you're right. Uh, there shouldn't be any cooking, no cooking and driving. Uh, and so I said, so you're saying there's no restaurant in this area called Mountain Mama's? Uh, and they said, no. And I said, I probably should go to bed then. And so I headed to my room and uh, I took a bath because uh, I was like, uh, well, I thought about taking a bath. And then I said, uh, no. Uh, it said I would need like a, like two different types of bath bombs, like a pre-bath bomb. Uh, I said, that's like 100%, 99.9% uh, sterilization. And then like something, but, but uh, I did lie in the tub to do some thinking, fully clothed. Uh, and I put my feet up and I sighed and I said, man, and I said, take me home country roads. And I actually fell asleep totally clear headed and sober in a bathtub, uh, somewhere on country road somewhere. And, uh, I had a dream. And the only thing I remember from the dream was like, uh, like, uh, the, uh, these, like I was driving with these chefs, uh, and they were all, like, telling me, that, like, they were saying, I said, what are you cooking back there? And each time it would change, and they'd say, toast. Uh, and they'd say, in the back of a car. I said, let's try the safest thing. I said, as long as toaster's not, uh. And then I turned back, and they'd say, what are you cooking back there? They'd say, toast. Uh, and I'd say, okay. And then at some point, like, I, and then it was, we were driving the car from the the show that I imagined, like, a big honking, uh convertible you know steer horn on the front white like big white like uh not a cadillac but one of those cars you say whoa boy that's a boat you're driving and because it was a dream like i just kept saying well make the toast of it uh, and everybody would laugh hysterically like as a host of a show and he said, maybe that's a show that would be like because avocado toast is so uh popular it said, is that trend like uh, breaking out of the West Coast yet? And, and uh, like, uh, he said, well, that could be a show. We could just schedule for six episodes. Uh, and they said, it will probably already be canceled. Make the co toast of it. I said, it could be more than avocado toast, though. And they said, whatever the best. But then, like, uh, everybody was looking at me because it was still a dream. And I said, well, let's just make the toast of it. And everybody laughed. Uh, and we was chanting, make the toast of it, make the toast of it, make the toast of it. And I woke up, uh, and, you know, and then I, like, I uh, got up and it was, uh, it was morning and I got, I got cleaned up and, uh, went back down. And this was one of these, uh, like, whatever you call it, it's in between a hotel and a motel, but they have, uh, they have a breakfast area that comes with your rate, uh, and it's not exactly, like, they have a waffle maker, a cereal, and a couple other things, and toast. So I had some toast, uh, and as I was buttering my toast, I said, make the toast of it, Scoots, make the toast of it. And then I made, like, also, like, a half apple juice, half orange juice uh, with a splash of cranberry, 
you know, it's toasting my toast and my drink. Uh, I also had about 55 coffees. Then uh, I realized I shouldn't be. I had to check out a hotel, but I was like, okay, I can't get on the road again until I, uh, like, like uh, use, use the restroom once, uh, like, because I don't want to pee, have to pee when I'm out on the road. Just, you know, TMI, but I just want to. And then I said, okay, well, let's just make the most of it. And instead of the toast of it, maybe that's what that dream was. Uh, so I set out driving, and I was really, really enjoying the country roads. Uh, slow, like it felt like the podcast, slow bends. Uh, and, I, you know, it didn't feel the same as the day before, because around every bend I was expecting Mountain Mama's Restaurant and uh, or, like, looking to see what was familiar. But I got to drive through some small towns, and I knew where I was leaving from the next day. So I was, like, going to make a big loop around the Quad States or whatever. And I was pretty grateful. I said, well, I have nowhere to go and nowhere to be until I my flight home the next day. And so I can just enjoy this drive. And actually, there's like a, like a hiking path, and I got to go out, and I got to go for a hike. Uh, and as I went through the hike, it said... Uh, like, uh, there was a turn, uh, like, uh, the roads to the past diverged, but the, the most traveled one said, uh, and I guess I didn't clearly read the sign, but some historical farm. And I said, wait, you could hike to a farm? How cool is that? Uh, so I hiked out to the farm and, uh, it took a little while and it ended up, it was this historical farm, uh, out in the country, off, like even off a country road, and it had all this history. I didn't pay attention to it. it did have uh, what it's called reenactors, uh, and uh, that looked interesting. But what caught my eye as soon as I got there was this. Uh, wet, it had a barn and it had a weather vane up top, uh, and it was a. Uh, it just caught my eye as soon as it came out of the woods. Uh, you know, I saw the farm, I saw the historical reenactors and the other people, like, enjoying the day. And it was a weekend, so it was a good, like, and they were doing these performances. There was butter churning. There was something to do with yarn, sheep shearing. I don't know if you monger cheese, but there was some sort of cheese making going on with the cheese monger. So I don't know if they were mongering cheese or, the, like, the cheese monger was just talking about the cheese. Uh, there was, I mean, I think the, like, this is, sounds funny, but they do cut cheese. I mean, that's a serious thing. But I said to myself, I got to make the toast to this whole thing. And, uh, it was just this, uh, weather vane up there. And it was a weathered weather vane. Oh boy, was it weathered. And it was spinning in the wind. Uh, it was like a warm day with like updrafts. It wasn't too hot, but it had like this wind that was just keeping the weather vane going. And then maybe the pockets of air would change and it would just stop and then it would go in another direction. And I decided to play a little game with the weather vane, which I like to play with a lot of different things. And you could do this at home. Uh, you can do this on a, wouldn't do it on the first 10 dates, but on the 11th date with your dates, uh, you could do it with your pets. Very fun with pets. Uh, children like this, and then weather vanes. This was my first attempt with the weather vane. This was my first actual attempt of uh, intimate connection with the weather vane, or any connection. I guess maybe I'm like jumping ahead of myself. Uh, but here's how you play the game with a weather vane, or I'll tell you also examples of playing with a pet. Uh, 
is you ask it a question and then you see what it does. Kind of like a magic eight ball, but you have to do a lot more inference. Uh, so you say, Weathervane, uh, are you having a good day? And then it's spin one way or the other way. And you say, okay, like, uh, makes sense that you're not ha- Okay, I understand. Uh, so that like uh, so so with a pet if it with a dog one example would be if a dog wags its tail it's a yes uh, if it just stares at you that would be a no or need more information and for a cat I guess you have to like decide if they walk away definitely a no I mean that's an answer in and of itself uh, but you say okay weather rain's having a pretty good day it was spinning really good it was like a spin of joy. And they said, Weathering, have you ever heard of uh, Mountain Mamas? Uh, which is kind of like a, I didn't realize that at the time in spelling. And I said, oh, wait, that's really nonspecific. Because uh, Weathering's on top of a barn. Maybe it didn't know I meant apostrophe S, uh, like a possessive Mountain Mamas. And they said, Mountain Mamas could be anything. It could be like a doo-wop group. It could be an acapella group. It could be a rock group. Uh it could be a performer, you know, sketch sketch group of performers. It could be, uh, I said, probably somebody with a washboard and uh, somebody put a hole in the washtub for a bass, a stand-up bass. Uh, and they said, Weathervane, did you think I meant Mount, Mountain Mama's uh, washboard, washboard uh, country-style band? Uh, Weathervane didn't move. Okay, I said, okay. Said, well, Weathervane, I meant Mountain Mama's restaurant. Uh, have you ever heard of that? Uh, and it moved slowly. And he said, Weathervane, can you read my mind? Uh, and then it like did all this herky. I said, well, that's probably a yes. It did all this like herky jerky moves. Uh, and he said, Weathervane, did you know you're beautiful? And again, it moved like very gently. And I said, you're very weathered. And instead of, like, suddenly the weather, I don't know if it was the weather vane or the weather or the sunlight, it started to pull me out of myself and into the weather vane. And I started to notice, as I said, the pat- patina or whatever of uh, or the way the weathering had gone in this weather vane. And the way the N and the S and then it had this globe uh, underneath uh, the north, south, east, and west. Uh, and it looks like it had raised ridges, like where the continents were, in the way the copper had, uh, like, uh, whatever they call I don't know what it's called when it turns green and stuff, but uh, it looked like, uh, it just looked amazing. It, looked, it made the sea look like it had currents, and it made the land look like it had trees. And then sitting above it, I hadn't even really studied it, uh, but it was like a swan, like lowering its neck uh, almost to its breast uh, and uh, sweeping out like where on its side were its wings and then its tail was fanned out behind it. Uh, but then I said, maybe it's not a swan. And I said, Weathervane, are you a swan? And it wasn't. Uh, and I said, Weathervane, are you that one of those birds that dives? uh and then, it's like, I think it, it said, uh, no duh, or something like a weather vane answer. And I said, yeah, I'll never think of the name of you, but, uh, you're, you, you're really lovely. And I just looked at, like, uh, I tried to imagine the weather vane was a real bird, uh, 
uh, colored in this way, uh, this green with uh, a color I couldn't even identify, like a dark penny, I'd say, uh, when a penny, instead of turning green uh, or copper, it turns into like a well beyond a chocolate brown. And then I started to notice the feathers in her wings and her tails and how there was gray in there in the green. And uh, like how it gave even more definition. And then I looked back at the globe and saw how there was gray there. And then I looked at how she was so squeaking as she spun around and uh, how there was, because of where the motion was, uh, and there was friction, uh, there, there was bright copper colors there. And I, I honestly began to forget myself, and I was like, uh, it wasn't hypnotized. Uh, I was mesmerized uh, by this weather vane, watching it spin, in feeling connected to it, and everyone like saying, hey, weather vane, are you feeling hungry? In the weather, like it, like almost like it was an inside joke that we could speak uh, in a nearly unspoken manner, like uh, two retirees uh, sitting on a porch with one another. And I mean, I guess like, and this isn't the first time. I mean, let's be honest. This uh, like I did fall in love with a like a potted plant before, or in love. I had like I kissed a plant, a potted plant before, and uh, like had a semi. It was just a moment, I guess, and I was sharing a moment with this weather vane, but it was a lick deeper than that. Uh, and I said, weather vane, is that like, is that squeak a sign of, because uh, then I said, what, what, I don't know what metal fatigue is, but what if this weather vane, and then I started saying, calling it my weather vane, my sweet weather vane, swanee, even though the weather vane wasn't a swan, I don't believe and I started thinking about this weather vane, and I said, what if that squeak is like a saying, hey, get up here? And I said, weather vane, did you ever hear the podcast where I joked about 10-in-1 oil? And I said, there's got to be some around here, even though this is like a semi-historical farm. And then it ended up they were doing like uh, some big demonstration. I can't even remember. Like the kind that everybody comes, I think like uh, – there was a magician, there was some free something or other. So everybody was gathering on the uh, other side of the farm. And so I said to myself, well, Scoots, you haven't done anything this uh, ridiculous. Like, you, like, I don't know what state we're technically in, in the quad state area. I said, what is it? Is, or is it five? Quadra, what is it? Uh and I said, well, I can always, I said, my car's all the way back uh, at the park, like in the, I said, okay, let's do it. Uh, so I looked around, uh, eventually I found one of those cans of uh, eight and one oil. It didn't have 10 and one oil, but it was eight and one oil. And I put that in my pocket. And then of course I sat, uh, like I didn't sit down, but I like squatted down to tie my shoes and ruined another pair of jeans with eight and one oil. But I said, it's okay. Like, uh. And I put it in my front pocket, uh, and then I found a, a ladder. Uh, and you know, this isn't a, this is like a purely imaginary. So if you're listening, don't do this. Uh, but I lean the ladder up against, and uh, you know, this is another life. Like it was not just on a. I don't know what a gable is. Uh, 
And, but this was like one of those barns. Uh, it had like a stone foundation that was probably four feet off the ground. And barn doors on either side, more like a, like a, not where you'd have like, a, I don't know, where you'd keep like hay and stuff. Uh, and then a pitched roof. Uh, and this was like a white, whitewashed, uh, side, like side walls or whatever you call that. And gray, gray tile or gray, like roofing stuff. And then, uh, at the center, uh, at the, 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 uh, where the pinnacle of the roof in the exact center was like one of those, uh, little houses that you put a weather vane on top, like where the air, for where the air could flow out of the barn. And it had a little, um, whatever those things are called, vents on all four sides, uh, Probably where owls would hang out if there wasn't a squeaky weather vane. And I did when I finally got up there. I said, did owls used to live up here, but you squeak get on their nerves and the weather vane? And I said, yes. And then I put my hand on the weather vane, and I found it was so much larger than I had expected. And so, like, even though I wasn't holding it, I could feel the solidity of this weather vane. I could feel its uh, thickness in my hands. Uh, and I ran my hand uh, across the wings of this weather vane, not in a way, like in a way of appreciation. And again, of mesmerization, feeling uh, like uh, how the ridges of the the feathers and holding the globe uh, in my hand and running, tracing my finger on the north, south, east, and west. Uh, pressing my palm into the pointy parts, uh, uh, spinning it around, and then kind of getting an idea where the squeak is, and then just greasing the heck out of this weather vane, and and actually then realizing that it was just a little bit off pitch. It had somehow um, it, it was like uh, not pointing straight in the air; it was pointing just a little bit off, and then I pulled up, and the weather vane came right off of its weather base. Uh, and I saw where there was just a little ridge, uh, like something had gotten caught, like some other rubber gasket that was only on one side. And I cleaned that off and I re-greased it. Uh, and I said, I, I think you're heavy enough uh, that you won't blow off. Uh, and then I said, maybe I need a cotter pin. And they said, I'll be right back. And then I looked everywhere uh, and... Uh, uh, eventually I designed my own cotter pin because the good thing about a farm is that, uh, you know, there's so much, uh, like wire, like material from fencing and stuff. So I eventually found some, uh, wire and devised my own cotter pin and s sent that through, uh, my weather vane. And I sat up there and I felt the weathering in the weather vane and I didn't just feel it physically. I didn't just uh, see it with my eyes. I was present there for it. Uh, and then I guess uh, I decided that it was going to be a two-way thing. So I said, uh, yeah, you might. I, mean, I said, uh, I, mean, I was up here because I'm like looking. And then somebody started yelling, get off the roof. Uh, and I just gave them a thumbs up. Uh, and I said, I left my overalls at home. Uh, which uh, that one worked for that one time because uh, I think it was just a person not a worker at the farm. And I kind of felt the weather vane. And I started to tell it, like, geez, yeah, so I'm here looking for, uh, 
Mount Mama's restaurant and Weathering was such a good listener, such a passive listener that I kept talking. And, and uh, as I talked, I realized, uh, that it was just a dream. Like, as you probably figured out, uh, and I like told it like, yeah, like I just got to, I just headed right out here to find Mount. I said, I don't want to regret, uh, never eating at Mountain Mama's restaurants. And the weather vane kind of like, uh, it just sat there silently. I mean, more or less, it made a swishing sound as it would spin. And as I spinned it, and uh, I almost felt like a child playing with a new toy uh, after the entire day has gone by and you're a little exhausted. And it, then you're just kind of spinning the wheels or uh, like looking at the uh, nooks and crannies of. Uh, I was doing it with this weather vane as it was, I felt like it was listening to me. And then I said, I said to myself, uh, man, it's like, this feels good. And then the weather vane, like, uh, showed me the, it said, why don't you freaking go to Billy Jean's? Like, that's the famous restaurant around here. It's probably on more than one of these shows. Uh, why don't you just go there? And I said, that's brilliant. I will. And then I carved like, uh, uh, Scoots loves the weather vane on the, uh, like just on one of the, um, uh, not on the weather vane itself, on one of the vents, uh, wooden vents. And, uh, it just, just so like light enough that no, no one would notice. And then someone, right as I'm coming down the ladder, somebody was coming. I said, yeah, all checks out. Uh, your weather vane's fixed. Uh, I'll be invoicing you. And they said, what? And I held up my finger, just like like somebody in the movies. And I said, and the weather vane was spinning. And they said, who are you? And then I said, I'm from Mountain Mama's uh, weather vane repair shop. Uh, we got a call of a squeaky weather vane. And the guy said, I don't remember calling anybody. And I said, have you ever heard of metal fatigue? And the person got, and I said, well, I said, it's a good thing whoever called me did. Uh, I said, because you got yourself up there, one of the most lovely weather vanes in the Quad State area. I said, I've traveled a lot of country roads uh, working for Mountain Mamas, uh, and I've never seen, I, I, don't know, I don't even know what its ilk means, but that's a lovely weather vane you have. And it was a pleasure to uh, be able to, uh, you know, get it back in operation and they said, wow, it's nice. It's real. And the wind had picked up. And I said, well, my work here is done. And they said, why don't you two put it, put, put this ladder away? I'm going to be off. Uh, and I set off and I hiked back to the car. And I got back in the car and I drove back uh, towards the entrance to the farm, pulled over on the side of the road. And I had my uh, uh, air warmed uh, flat cream soda and I got out of my car. And you got on the roof of my cube-like rental car and sat there and looked across the road, across the fields. Uh, and uh, as the late day progressed, uh, sipped my weather, I mean, my, my uh, cream soda and watched the weather vane. And as the day changed, the weather changed a little bit. Uh, and it felt good on the inside. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, like, it's strange when you have a connection with, uh, in a non, uh, 
whatever you call that, purchasing way uh, with an inanimate object, uh, or semi-animate in this case. Uh, but I did, uh, and I didn't even look for the metaphor in there. I just said, Jesus, this is like uh, nice. And then I set off and I ate at, uh, believe it or not, I, I ate dinner and breakfast uh, at uh, Billie Jean's. And I, I like, uh, I'll let you see the TV shows to see what which Billie Jean it was. Uh, and both meals were delightful. And uh, I still dream of that weather vane and having a show like uh, like a TV show. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure what it would be. Uh, uh, like, because I'm not sure what like food genres start with W. Uh, but it, that's one of the tales of the time I spent with the weather weather vane. Uh, good night.